Worn by players like Michael Harris to meet the demand of elite ball players, the New Balance Fuel Cell 4040 V7 is a versatile option. The 4040 V7 is built for the athlete who needs responsiveness and ability to cut and run at their full speed. The model features a fuel cell foam underfoot and a synthetic and mesh upper to provide breathability, comfort, and a snug fit as you round the bases. The fuel cell midsole features nitrogen-infused foam specifically designed to propel athletes forward. Learn more about the 4040 at newbalance.com. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Here's Frank, Scott, and Chris. Well, Yankees fans, the season is over. Welcome into Fantasy Baseball today on Thursday, March 9th. Frank Sample joined by Chris Towers, an emergency edition, talking about the injury to Carlos Rodon, who is dealing with a left forearm strain, will not throw for 7 to 10 days, and he is expected to start the season on the IL. Chris, before I throw it your way, I'll just do the glass half full, glass half empty, both sides here. Reports say that the strain has been diagnosed as mild. Okay. Mm -hmm. Brian Cashman said in a perfect world, Rodon would return in April and that this is not a UCL issue. He also mentioned this is something that Rodon has uh, dealt with in the past, specifically last May. Glass half empty. Rodon had Tommy John surgery back in 2019. He obviously has a history of left arm issues, though they are mostly shoulder related. uh, And he's coming off a career high 178 innings pitched. Overreaction season, Chris, this is still very immediate. We're digesting it. The ADP for Carl Sardon, SP12, 40.8 off the board. What is your initial reaction, and how far do you think he slips down draft boards? Yeah, what we know in terms of concrete information right now makes this sound not particularly serious. He's going to be shut down for 7 to 10 days. It's a forearm muscle strain, not an elbow tendon issue, so... Based on what we what we can say for sure, it doesn't seem that serious, but we're inferring, right? Like the, the reaction to this is not going to be based on the actual information the Yankees give out. It's going to base, be based on the inference that there is something structurally wrong, even if there's no UCL damage. Yet forearm injuries tend to beget uh, elbow issues. At least that's the way we tend to view it. And so... I think we should probably react. I don't know, you know, what react means relative to overreact. Overreact might be dropping outside of the top 100. I'm not going to do that yet. He's going to stay in my top 100. He's going to stay in my top 25 starting pitchers because I do think that when Carlos Rodon is healthy, I mean, he's arguably the best pitcher in fantasy. I mean, we don't know how he's going to fare playing in Yankee Stadium, being a fly ball pitcher there, but... 
he's one of the best strikeout pitchers in baseball. He's a He's got very good control. His run suppression metrics are all very, very good. I believe he led the majors in FIP last season. He's a very, very good pitcher. I had him ranked seventh going into this. I dropped him to 25. So right in front of Chris Sale um, at the starting pitcher position, I believe he's right behind Christian Javier. Might be a little low on Christian Javier. I'm starting to think I need to move him up anyway, but... That's uh that feels like an interesting range of of boom bust potential there. Yeah, I don't have any issues in terms of the performance for Rodon, Chris. You mentioned okay, he's going to Yankee Stadium as a fly ball pitcher. He's a lefty, and obviously there's a short porch in right field. I think if he was a right-handed pitcher and a fly ball pitcher, then that would hurt him a lot more. Mm-hmm. The projections on Fangraphs in terms of innings are for between 169 and 181. So they were kind of baking in that he was going to miss time at some point Mm -hmm. anyway. If he's back late April or early May, he could still potentially get to 170 innings. I'm not trying to paint this as a positive. I'm just saying the projections are what they are, and they were already kind of baking in that he was going to miss time. So keep that in mind when it comes to Carlos Rodon. I think you're spot on, Chris, in terms of where you moved him in the rankings. I wrote here, my initial reaction was to move him down to SP24 as the bridge from... You, Darvish, and Zach Allen, for me, that's kind of like the last of the trustworthy SP2s mm-hmm. as the bridge to Robbie Ray and Tristan McKenzie, where maybe sure. we have some skepticism on those guys. So I think right around that range. And if that's where Rodon, Rodon falls to in ADP, that means he's probably going to drop about 30 spots. Because again, he was going at pick 40.8 on average. And, and I, Zach, I Allen, guess. Zach Allen's at 70.8. So about 30, 35 picks, Chris. And I would guess, like in drafts that are happening right now or today, he's going to fall a little more than that. Yep. Uh, I, I would think there's going to be more of a reaction. I actually don't know where Joe Musgrove has been going since his injury, but I, I do have Joe Musgrove just a little bit behind Carlos Rodon because I think there's less risk with Joe Musgrove coming back from that broken toe, but obviously the upside's not nearly as high with Musgrove. So I think that's a decent ranking uh, range for both of them. Look, there's, it's entirely possible that this ends up being a, a largely a non-factor and Radon misses two turns in the rotation, ends up making 31 starts, and he's a top 10 SP for fantasy, maybe a top five guy if he makes 31 starts. It's just Brian Cashman saying, in a perfect world, he'll be back in mid-April. Yeah. Well, to me, that suggests May, you know, because... For sure. One, to, to steal a joke from Mike Gianella... Why are there injuries in a perfect world? I thought that was a pretty good bit. Uh, but also, like, in a perfect world mid-April, you're probably waiting a little longer than that then. Yeah, I feel like we, we're kind of really painting uh, the, the rosy picture here for Carlos Rodon. It obviously is serious, and this is someone mm-hmm. who has an extensive injury history. So I don't want to downplay this. This is a very big deal for Rodon, someone that has upped his velocity the past two years. I mean, yeah. that that it's, is something that could be correlated. I mean, yeah, and, and so... Again, like there is definite risk with Carl Sordon, but we will have a live salary cap slash auction later tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We're going live. It's going to be very interesting to see how much Carl Sordon goes for in that draft. And of course, there are ripple effects here, Chris, with Rodon falling down draft boards. That's one less ace to grab in the first four rounds of drafts. So everybody will move up a little bit. It's, you know, it's kind of like the rising tide there in terms of the starting pitcher position. Who fills in for the Yankees early on in the season? We know Domingo Herman was likely already the team's SP5 because guess what? They have another injury. Frankie Montas is 
going to miss, I don't know, a large majority of the season after yeah. having shoulder surgery. My guess is that Clark Schmidt is the one that's going to step in here, Chris, and he comes with some prospect pedigree, hasn't really lived up to it, but also hasn't really been given a fair opportunity so far in his career. 3.71 ERA, 1.38 whip. Most of that has been in relief. He was great in his first spring start, then got blown up in his second one. Do you have any interest in Clark Schmidt as a late round flyer? Yeah, I think Clark Schmidt, there there are some interesting things about him. He's put up pretty good numbers in the minors. Uh, overall, he has a somewhat limited track record. Like we haven't really seen, you know, uh, I'm trying to figure it out. His total innings pitched in the minors looks pretty low. I'm looking at fan graphs. They don't uh, sum up a pitcher's minor league track record. Um, I'll pull it up for you. But yeah, I, I think like he's been an interesting fringe-ish pitching prospect for a little while. And I, I think there's a, there's a case to be made that he could be useful for fantasy for sure. It's a good team. He should have, good protection that there should be the opportunity for wins. I think him and Domingo Herman are, are probably pretty similar now in, in terms of, you know, the role that they're going to have in the Yankees rotation and, and the likelihood that they'll be useful for fantasy. So looking at Clark Schmidt's minor league numbers, 185 innings total. He never threw through more than 90 and two thirds, which yeah. actually kind of surprises me when it comes to Clark Schmidt. So look, if everything goes South with Carlos Rodon, then Schmidt is someone who could be in the rotation for the majority of the season. We, we just don't mm-hmm. know right now. So keep that in mind. I think Domingo Herman's spot is a little bit safer now uh, in the Yankees rotation. That'll do it. I, you know, I was going to go on a little rant here, Chris, because look, from a Yankee perspe- a Yankee fan perspective, mm-hmm. you know, I start off, oh, the sky is falling. That's not actually the case. But there is something fundamentally wrong with either their their team, the way that they address the, injuries, yeah, the scouting or the or the it, it's a disaster. Training staff, I yeah. mean, Frankie Montas's arm was falling off last year. They go out and trade for him. That he, was that was weird because he made like one or two starts after coming back from that injury, and yeah. then they traded for him. That was that was weird. And he was bad with Oakland then, and then he came over. He was awful with the Yankees. They yeah. wait all off season, and then Montas has shoulder surgery. And guess what? They have two other relievers that are also starting the season on the IL, mm-hmm. Tommy Canley and Lou Trevino. It's just, what is this team doing? What what is the uh, the the front office thinking? What are like who is the medical staff? Like who's in charge of this medical staff? It is yeah. a disaster right now for the Yankees. Obviously, we're we're hoping for good news for Carlos Rodon and hopefully back sooner than later. But I would say my initial guess is we're probably looking at May. Uh, a a yeah. May return if everything goes well for Carl Sordon. We're going to wrap there for Chris. I am Frank. Thank you all for listening and watching this emergency edition of Fantasy Baseball Today. We'll be back again later on today. Mailbag at 3 and then a live salary cap draft at 7. Bye-bye. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. As somebody who's been through this, I can tell you these features are so, so incredibly valuable. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools and their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. 
The area you live in is just as important as the house itself. You can get to know a neighborhood without ever setting foot in it. Say you're a really active person. You could find out about the nearest parks. Do they have a baseball field? Maybe you want to join a softball league like Chris and I play in. Also, Homes.com collaboration tools makes it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.